Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information. The MLS kicked off its 2021 season over the weekend with fans in the stands, which was a welcome sight. But that isn't what the soccer world is buzzing about this morning, because we have some news about a possible new Super League and a definite new location for another circuit on this morning's BuzzCast. Good morning. It's Monday, April 19th. I'm David Albright filling in for Abe Madcor. Hope you all had a great weekend. Let's go racing to start things off, where Miami will join the Formula One schedule next year as part of a major new 10-year partnership that will become key to the series' efforts to grow in America. The deal between F1 and the Miami Dolphins' Hard Rock Stadium was announced ahead of Sunday's race in Italy, where Dolphins CEO Tom Garfinkel was among those on hand to usher in the new partnership. The race will be held around Hard Rock Stadium with a 3.36-mile, 19-corner circuit where top speeds will hit nearly 200 miles per hour. Miami will be the 11th location that F1 has raced at in the U.S. since 1950 and joins the current Circuit of America stop in Austin. F1 is not releasing the date of the race, though it is expected to be run in the second quarter of the year. The announcement culmination of years of trying to add a race in the Miami area by F1 and Dolphins owner Stephen Ross. The project went dormant last year, but the sides suddenly found a breakthrough when Miami Gardens Mayor Rodney Harris sponsored a community benefits package last week that the city council passed on a 5-2 to two vote. That package, which promises a $5 million investment over 10 years, among other initiatives, ended up being the key hurdle to clear in order to get the deal done. Other news out of Europe was less enthusiastically received as a dozen of the wealthiest soccer clubs have agreed to join a breakaway Super League competition that would mark the biggest transformation of the game in decades. The contest, backed by $6 billion in debt financing from J.P. Morgan, aims to supersede the UEFA Champions League. The teams that declared on Sunday night that they planned to join the competition were Real Madrid, Barcelona, Atletico Madrid, Manchester United, Manchester City, Liverpool, Arsenal, Chelsea, Tottenham, Juventus, AC Milan, and Inter Milan. They indicated three other clubs will join ahead of the inaugural season, which was originally reported to be 2023-2024, but that could happen sooner. The league would involve 20 clubs in total, with 15 being permanent members, meaning they could not be relegated and would not need to qualify. Super League organizers have written to UEFA and FIFA, warning that it has already filed motions in court to prevent the footballing authorities from imposing bans. The letter states that it will take legal action to protect protect its right to form a breakaway league. UEFA has threatened to ban clubs and players involved from all official competitions. The move comes just as a new 36-team Champions League format was due to be announced by UEFA today. 
before coming into effect in 2024. That format had been designed to resist persistent proposals for such a new Super League. There's a lot to digest on this one, and no doubt there will be numerous other developments in the coming weeks and months. But make no mistake, this story has caught the attention of the entire global sporting world. NHL jersey advertising could become a reality as early as the 2022-23 season, sources tell our Mark Burns, though nothing has been finalized or approved by the league's board of governors. In recent weeks, NHL clubs have been conducting valuation work, some with third-party sponsorship and marketing agencies, as well as valuation firms, to determine what a jersey patch and helmet decal could both be worth before eventually providing that data to the league. In other words, what's the business and revenue case for formally adopting the new sponsorship assets? The exact location and size of a jersey patch, whether it's on the chest or shoulder, is also still being discussed and evaluated. If you remember last month, Commissioner Gary Bettman said it was more likely than not that helmet decal advertising and virtual slot signage, both of which were implemented for this season as make-good opportunities, would continue beyond the current year. According to a study of MLB contracts by the Associated Press, the average MLB salary dropped 4.8% to just under $4.17 $4.17 million on opening day from the start of the previous full season, which was back in 2019, and the average has fallen 6.4% since the start of the 2017 season when it was peaking at $4.45 million. The salary downturn, yet another sign baseball could be headed toward labor strife and a possible work stoppage in 2022. Of 902 players on opening day rosters, 417, that's 62%, had salaries under $1 million. The 50 highest paid players are getting 33.4% of all salaries. That's up from 286 back in 2017. And the 100 highest paid players are receiving 52.4% of all salaries. That's an increase from 42.5% back in 2017. College football was on TV over the weekend as the football championship subdivision wrapped up its revamped regular season and announced the field for the 16-team FCS playoffs. South Dakota State is the top seed and plays on Saturday against Holy Cross. Also, the University of Alabama held its spring football game on Saturday with 47,218 fans in attendance at Bryant-Denny Stadium. That marked the most fans at a sporting event in the United States since the start of the COVID-19 pandemic. Over on the professional football side, the 2021 NFL OTA and offseason program starts today, finishes on June 18th. That's a total of nine weeks in length. It's split into three different phases. On-field work is not permitted until the second phase, which begins on May 17th. And traditional OTAs, which means full speed but no contact, will take place during the third phase of the offseason and will last 10 days over a four-week period from May 24th to June 18th. If you started your weekend a little early, you may have missed that Dwayne Wade has purchased an ownership stake in the Utah Jazz, joining owner Ryan Smith with plans to take an active role in the franchise and the region. Smith raised the idea of Wade joining the ownership group upon completing a $1.66 billion purchase of the Jazz back in October. The NBA has a bylaw that ownership stakes can be no less than 1% of the team, but Wade's financial investment in the franchise is not immediately clear. After the Minnesota Twins had two of their three games against the Angels called off over the weekend, Major League Baseball also postponed Monday's game in Oakland while the Twins deal with COVID-19 issues. There are four positive cases on the team, one staff member and three players. The Twins could potentially next play at Oakland on Tuesday as part of a doubleheader to make up for Monday's postponement though it depends on what continued test 
contact tracing reveal about the twins' situation. And finally, a study released Saturday examining more than 3,000 college athletes who had COVID-19 found so few instances of heart-related issues that future cardiac testing might be used only for athletes with certain symptoms. In the study, published in the American Heart Association's journal Circulation, researchers found signs of possible, probable, or definite myocarditis, or heart inflammation, in just 21 of 3,018 athletes, that's 0.7% who tested positive for COVID-19. It also showed that athletes with heart issues were more likely to have moderate COVID-19 and or cardiopulmonary symptoms. The study included male and female athletes from 42 colleges and institutions across 26 sports. And that's your SBJ Morning Buzzcast for April 19th. I hope everybody has a great Monday and we'll see you back here tomorrow morning. Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information.